welcome to spooky shit hi friends yeah it's me hope it's me brandy and um we're just trying we're just talking about like what kind of spooky stuff had happened to us this week and come to the conclusion that nothing has happened to me this week so (laughs) i made a sims house with a fairy uh a werewolf and a witch and a vampire but the vampire died very quickly and i did not care to bring him back yeah he just sat in the sun and i stopped paying attention to him and he was still sitting in the sun yeah they don't move yeah you got sims i've like why can he just move a little bit into the house so he wouldn't have died they have no will to live the sims they need you you are their godmother Oh, my God. Well, yeah, he's gone now. Thank God. He was very difficult to take care of. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty spooky, though. I love how when you made your Sims house, they're all the fun ones. Yeah. I don't want to play the, the boring one. The people. I don't want them to the be like one. me. Fuck. <laughs> like, yes, go to work all day and come yeah. home. Then make grilled cheese and eat it in your bed and go to bed. Uh, it sounds like a great life. No, yeah. send have a hundred children, make them all paint paintings in the basement to fund your like weird hobbies, mm-hmm. your obsessions with going to the gym and <laughs> nightclub. Uh yeah. And hanging out with vampires. And that's that's the Sims life. That's I mean, why the Sims is good. Yeah, that's what I'm learning is you can't play Sims without the infinite money cheat or else you're just like you have to go to work. And that's what. Why are you yeah. playing Sims if you have to go? To or work you all get a hundred kids to paint you paintings and just sell their child labor. But they the, don't have to go to school. But those paintings only sell for like three dollars. Not if they get good. Oh she. Mm, you got to up that art skill. Oh. And then yeah, that shit goes. Did anything spooky happen to you this week in Sims or in real life? Um. Nothing very spooky. I just came from my grandma's house. And, oh, I guess this is pretty spooky. She thinks that I can sing for some god-awful reason. Oh, no. And so we're having, like, a family sing-along for my grandma's (gasps) retirement party. Oh, no. This just uh, beautiful operatic angel that is myself (laughs) is going to attempt to sing the jesus hymns because that's also what my grandma's into which so <laughs> which one um there's one that's called count your blessings but it's not the bing crosby song so i'm like why oh like, why um and some other one about like jesus and using old english okay um, so could yeah you, could I'm, you give us a taste or again the reason why it's so spooky is my singing voice is like a banshee yeah she and i have a lot in common um Mm. so we'll see how that goes Hmm. okay well i guess um we just wanted to thank everyone who's been commenting on our pages (laughs) um all these people that are sending us messages thank you so much we love you kiss kiss we got one message and it was very nice I forget you... who it was from. I'm not lying. <laughs> there was one message that was very nice. The thanking, though, was very appropriate because we forgot to say this. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Oh, my God. Happy Thanksgiving. That's why it's not spooky, because this is a time of love, you know, and like... And the time of Native American murder. Mm, yeah. So yeah. maybe not love. Speaking... Or if you're not in America, the time of nothing. The time of nothing. I was in England for one semester during Thanksgiving, and we ate 
everything. We decided to have American Thanksgiving. And the English people that I were living with were like, well, is this just a holiday where you just eat until you want to barf? And I said, yes. Yeah. That's what this is. And I actually love Thanksgiving because that's what I want to do every day. And this is a day that I can do that. Without fear of shame. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's lovely. Um, Even if you don't care about turkeys or pilgrims, I recommend Thanksgiving. Just give it a try. Yeah, just eat have some a, food. Just like have a hang with your friends. Yeah, just like eat a lot of food. Just That's all, like football. Fuck it. Nobody likes that. Eat so much food. Is there football on Thanksgiving? I thought yeah, that was Christmas. A Thanksgiving thing. No, it's a f- pretty sure it's a Thanksgiving. Thing. Oh, sorry, everyone. Oh, the parade though. The parade though. So yeah, we decided that for Thanksgiving. We wanted to do a Native American specific spooky shit because fuck yeah. the pilgrims. It's also Native American Heritage Month. Everyone. Yeah. Or just Native Heritage Month for so indigenous peoples. Get, get ready for some terrible um, culturally insensitive pronunciations of oh Native American God. words. Yeah. Some terrible fumbling through probably important names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As we talk about the Wendigo. Wendigo. Is it Wendigo or Wendigo? Exactly. Oh. I'm already, this is already what it is. I'm going to go with Wendigo because it that that just speaks to me. Okay. Fine. If I'm wrong, I already know. I already know. <laughs> like, you but, guys. Yeah, you can tell us that we're wrong. I'm already but we sorry. Already know. Um, you know, Wendigos have like kind of jumped in popularity of late. Like they're kind of showing up in all the I saw him medias. I'll tell you where I saw him. I saw him yeah. in a supernatural. I saw <gasps> yes. I saw him in Hannibal. Ooh, Hannibal. Yeah, he was a crouching in the background and they never explained why he was there. Gross. And I think I saw mm, no, I think that's where I saw him. Those places. Um, you know the video game Until Dawn? Oh, he's in there? Yeah, there's a little Wendy in that. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's, like, some fan theories about the miniseries Over the Garden Wall, oh. which is, like, uh, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Because, like, the mood, the mood for this time of year is perfect for that Ooh, little thing. Yes. Um, the, like, the villain in that one is is thought to be a Wendigo because he's got, like, antlers. <gasps> cool. All right. Yeah, and he's a creepy, creepy dude. So let's get into it. Yeah, uh, tell me about it. You ready him. to learn? Tell me about Wendy. Okay. So Wendy is from the, here it comes, uh, Chippewa, Ottawa, Algonquin, and Potawatomi tribes. There you their go. folklores. Um, so yeah, I went through that real quick. Yeah, good job. So basically, the story or the folklore of the Wendigo is native to the northern forests of like the Atlantic coast, the Great Lakes region, like Canada, mm-hmm. the cold, foresty areas. You real know what I'm talking about? S- snow places. Yeah, the real snow places, the places we don't go um, mm-hmm. because it's cold. Mm-hmm. So Wendigo actually means the evil spirit that devours mankind. <laughs> which wow. Is, you know, great. Yeah. Real good. That's a good um, name. And I, I'm going to go into it. And you already know, Wendigos are real nasty. Mm-hmm. They are not your friend. They mm-hmm. are not cool. Some people think that Wendigos are kind of uh, in the same region as like the Bigfoot sightings. And 
they kind of align or they influenced each other i don't think so though because the bigfoot is like a kind lovable lady and this guy is nasty yeah bigfoot's like huggable bigfoot's like just wants to keep to herself and this guy's like eating people as i understand yeah Yeah. he is a evil cannibalistic supernatural guy yeah Um, that doesn't sound good not good associated with winter the north cold um and then all the good things that go with that like famine and starvation so you know real good this is a perfect subject for thanksgiving as you're stuffing your face thinking about (laughs) starving and we Um, do hope you listen to this podcast with your family while you're eating thanksgiving dinner (laughs) please do go around say what you're thankful for throw this on and it'll be a perfect holiday it'll be a fucking blast um also, they have an insatiable hunger for human flesh. Yeah, that sounds da, about da, right. Da, da, da. That's some they spooky love, shit. They love to eat people. Mm-hmm. Um, and no matter how much they eat, they're still hungry. Oh. Kind of like me. Uh, so <laughs> they also represent just straight up like greed and excess and being overindulgent and those kinds of things because they eat and eat and eat and then they're never yeah. full. I feel like they get along with changelings in that way. Just like eating that's, all your bread. That's Except for not true. bread, it's people. But yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like, I w- if there was a Wendigo baby, it would eat its mom. Yeah. Don't have a Wendigo baby. Try not to, but what if the changeling is working with the Wendigo and it takes the human baby, brings yeah. it to the forest to hang, puts a Wendigo baby there instead, and it Wendigo eats baby everyone. eats mom. That's a real bad sitch, but I could see that movie, and I think you should make it. I think it's happening. I'm sorry. I just It just appeared in my mind like a series of photographs. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So <laughs> you want to know how they look? Because it's not good. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. Um, they're real thin. Mm. Super thin. That's the worst <laughs> kind yeah. of monster. Yeah, the real skinny kind. They... It, it is said that they are so skinny that you can only see them from head on because if they turn to the side, they disappear. <gasps> That's too skinny. <laughs> That's really skinny. It's I don't bad. Like it. Um, sometimes they're giant though, so they're like super tall. Okay. But they're real skinny, so like also bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like around fifteen feet or oh, bigger. Oh my god, Hagrid sized. Yeah, yeah, because here's the thing. Whenever they eat a person, they grow in proportion to what they ate. So if they eat a dude, they grow, like, six feet. What the fuck? What? They should be huge. Yeah, well, if they eat a lot, they get bigger and bigger. They're giants. But they're still as thin. They're still super skinny because that's why they're always hungry. Because whatever they eat, they get bigger. So then they're not full because they just, like, grew in proportion to what they eat. Oh, this is cool. Okay. Yeah. It's really cool, but nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, they have glowing eyes, mm-hmm. long fangs, and tongues. Long tongue? Long ass tongue. For getting yeah. the marrow out of the bones. Yeah. Again, the nastiest. <laughs> um, sallow yellow skin, or sometimes they have like matted hair or like dis- decaying skin, like Ew. fallen. What color is their hair? Chunks um gross okay <laughs> probably like like gross grayish yellowish i'm mm, assuming brownish um sometimes they have like th- a skull of a deer for a head 
Yeah. Or they like wear it. Not okay. sure what it is, but sometimes they have antlers. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're just a nasty dude. Um, and then sometimes they're uh, composed entirely of ice or they have a heart that's made out of ice or like ice flowing in their veins somehow. So they got this icy thing going. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. They're gross. So they're, they're real big on winter. Yeah. Can they have, are they only seen in winter? Like, can they only exist there from what we know? They are seen elsewhere because um, there are legends of them showing up and they're harder to track in the summer or spring because you can't see their footprints. Oh, right. So, like, more people will cite them or signs of them in the winter. Also, it's usually winter where Wendigos are formed because that's the conditions that you're needed, but they can live. Formed? Are they formed of ice? You want to know how to become a Wendigo? Oh, God, so much. So the worst thing is that Wendigos, most of them were once humans. And they are turned into a Wendigo by like an evil spirit, like a Wendigo spirit possesses them when they resort to cannibalism for any reason. So if you're a person, you eat another person, a Wendigo spirit's going to get up on you and turn you into a Wendigo. Hmm. which is gross and you're like why would someone eat someone well well (laughs) again with all the snow and the storms and the barren wasteland (laughs) guys back in the 1800s there was no cvs for you to shelter yourself from the storm yeah and find some jelly beans yeah so cannibalism like was a thing people resorted to because starvation was like all the time cannibalism really took off yeah well and i think a lot of this is is it's like a cautionary tale against cannibalism like i feel like people don't need to be encouraged not to eat people but this was like it's taboo yeah and if you do it you're gonna turn to this thing um also there are other other legends state that if you eat human flesh it gives you like special powers which is another reason why people would do this like you have enhanced hearing and sight you're stronger and faster but then once you eat like the first bite you crave more and more and more and you're more and more hungry and then it overcomes you and you become the wendigo so like for a while you're kind of badass but then like it you turn into this nasty nasty thing I I hate it. Yeah. Sometimes you don't even have to eat anyone. You c- if you're just like overpowered by greed, you can turn into one. Oh. Or, yeah. Or if you just are around Wendigos for too long, you can turn into one. <laughs> Why are you hanging around these motherfuckers? I don't know. You're just like chilling in their caves like, what up, my main man? <laughs> you guys are not going to eat me today? Woohoo. Actually, there are stories where they do save people for the winter because they know about starvation and they know that you have to save food. Oh, not they save them like as like, like rations. For later. Yeah, for later. Oh, because they that. are like they're from the same people. They're like usually of the tribe that they're eating people in so they know that you need to like prepare for the winter and like save your food and whatever so there's stories of them like saving shit and like trees for later i don't like these guys yeah um wow yeah 
they're they're not good guys. So how it transitions? Because it's not like you eat a dude, bam, you're a Wendigo. Like I told you about all the things how they look. That's not how a person looks. Yeah. So how it happens is at first, the, like in any of the ways you can become one, the first symptom is just like being real sad. No. Just being real sad it's cold and dark and you're sad and then you they um start just complaining about food shortages and being really fixated on food um talking about plump fat beavers is a thing because apparently in these cultures beavers are like similar to what humans taste like oh fuck yeah so if you talk too much about beavers it's like what are you what are you going on about okay um what else not hanging out with any of your friends or family anymore and Mm -hmm. instead like just going for long lonely walks in the forest and like just kind of being overcome with these cravings until you turn to violence and cannibalism and then you turn into a wendigo okay First of all, the first three mm-hmm. things there just sound like seasonal affective disorder. Yeah. It's just like sad. Talk about beavers a lot. <laughs> yeah. Go for long walks in the wood. I mean, I do yeah. that same thing every winter. And I I mean, well, I'm not a windigo. So Here's the line. Eating you f- you eating a person. Right. So I guess yeah. that's when it really crosses but i'm just saying those aren't good indicators of anything no because someone might just be bummed out that it's really cold and they're hungry they want some beaver flesh yeah and then again like it's it's obvious where this came from because everyone's sad everyone's hungry it's cold and it's dark like winters could last like six months up there it's legit bad so yeah if if you get so sad that you eat a bro, that's when it goes bad. <laughs> yeah, I I can see I can see the thinking there. I can see why they would, yeah, become a monster. Yeah. So, um, Wendigos aren't just like mindless zombies or animals. They have like a lot of different powers. So again, they're really big. Um, they're fast and strong, and they have super heightened senses. They're immune to harsh climate. Again, they love that winter. Mm. Love the ice. Um, they can mimic human voices. Oh, which shit. Is disgusting because they're they were human, so they can like bring out their human voice and lure people away. Oh my god! Because if you think about like, oh my my friend, whoever. Like, got really sad, started taking long walks in the forest, never came back. And then you hear their voice from the forest. You're like, oh, my God, you came back. I thought you were lost. And then they eat you. Oh. Yeah. Also, like, and this all plays into that, they're not stupid. They're as smart as the guy they were. Oh, my God. Well, they are that guy. They are that guy. Or that guy's in them. Because the Wendigo is like an evil spirit that's possessing them. So, like, they're as... They have all, like, the instincts of a hunter, like an animal, mm-hmm. but they're as smart as a guy. This fucks so, up. How do you stop yeah. them? Brandy. Um, 
I I got it. Okay, I'll get into it. I know you got to know, but there's <laughs> they're more. So, they're too powerful. They got more powers. Oh, God. So their wounds heal super fast. No. Um, except if you use pure silver. So they got that werewolf oh. thing going for them. Actually, there's a lot of werewolf yeah. things. Well, remember they're those people boys? and they're wolves and they transform, yeah. but it seems like they can't go back. They can't go back. But like yeah. wolves were also a big like cannibalism thing was a huge part of it so okay. uh they can also inflict an illness on their victims called wendigo fever what's which this? is messed up so they can like send this towards you if you're not even in the forest or anywhere near them so they um they send this towards you and the symptoms are first you smell like a strange scent and you you're the only one who can smell it okay so it's a weird thing um so you're smelling you're basically breathing it in you don't know what it is and once you do that you like when you go to bed that night have like a ton of terrible nightmares and it's just like awful okay awful time um and then when you wake up you have like this burning sensation in your legs and your feet and the pain is just like super strong that you have to like the only way to quell it is by running around Kind of like restless leg syndrome, but like a gazillion times worse. Um, And it becomes so intense that it kind of forces the victim to run into the forest and kind of go hysterical. And then um, the Wendigo eats you because you're really easy to eat at that point. So it's like the thrall of the Wendigo. Yeah. And it's kind of just like all these things that are pushing you into the forest. So you're easier prey. Wow. And then sometimes they can return, like sometimes the victim doesn't, or the Wendigo doesn't get them, but mm-hmm. if they do come back, they're just like insane. My God. This yeah, is a real so, problem. Yeah, bad. Um, the first Wendigo, sure you were curious about this. Yes. Uh, was said to be a warrior from this tribe that was like being attacked by another tribe and they were like in danger and it was a rough time Mm. so this warrior makes a deep makes a deal with an evil spirit and is like hey if i give you my soul can you make me strong enough to protect the tribe and the spirit's like yeah sure so the spirit turns him into this super strong smart Hmm. like you know impervious creature that's super good at hunting and killing things Mm -hmm. and so he turns into basically a Wendigo and kills all the like opposing tribes. But then the problem is, is that there's like peace at this point because no one will mess with them because they have this guy. Okay. So when there's a peaceful time, all everyone in the tribe is like, this creature is terrifying and we don't like it. Mm-hmm. So they banished it from the tribe, him, the warrior guy, yeah. and forced him to just like live in the woods. And then he just stayed there. Oh, and then he's been creating Wendigo family ever since. Yeah, or at least like his spirit, the spirit has been like spreading because oh, it's not like a vampire thing. If you bite one, you become one. Well, you can, they possess people kind of, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they like possess people who eat other people. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So how to kill them? You, you want to know? You gotta <laughs> yeah, know. I did. That's what. After all that, I that's what I want to know the most. We gotta know because they're they're terrifying. real bad. Yeah. They're real bad. They're bad. Like boys. I usually try to find things I like about monsters or spooky guys. Something 
good. These guys are just all bad. These guys are all bad, but they're cool as hell. They got cool hats. They can yeah. like mimic other voices. They have a they're thrall. They're super tall and skinny. Yeah. It's like, and they can run real fast. They can run real fast. They're like cool evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I know why they're like blowing up in the horror scene right now. Like, yeah, Supernatural scary. is on the pulse because these guys are cool. Yeah. That, I think uh, that episode came out in 2005, but it's cool. They're on the pulse. <laughs> Maybe a little early. I think it was also in Teen Wolf, which shows you how, like, these wow. guys are a big deal. Kay. It's happening. It's all happening yeah. for Wendigo now. Yeah. Finally. Uh, Wendy's living it up. <laughs> so how you kill, how you kill Wendy because. You again, gotta kill Wendy. She's bad, out of fucking guy. control. Yeah. Seriously. So there is a, in some of the legends, the human person is still inside the Wendigo. Um, specifically where the heart is. So the, the human body is like still up in there and they're frozen inside. In the heart? In the heart. Yeah. So the only way to kill a Wendigo is to kill the like frozen human because it's oh, their heart. Wait. So like the human is powering the Wendigo? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because again, the spirit needs the human to possess to do, to become the monster. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Um, so if you like find a Wendigo, you have to beat it down with like silver weapons only because the other stuff doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, you remove the heart, which is usually the person in some legends is just a heart. You remove it. Then you cut the head off. You dismember the body and then you all bury them separately and miles apart in like wherever so they're not close together um then you take the heart and or person put them in a box and bury them on like holy ground Mm -hmm. and then you take the torso that's left and you burn it so that's so easy i mean the sound yeah that's (laughs) a lot of work no wonder there's so many of these guys running around yeah and they're huge like how do you how do you take them down you gotta like have a like everybody band together and kill them with like silver shit. Wow, it's really hard, and it they tip, it typically doesn't work. I mean, the method is usually kill them before they become a Wendigo, like kill because anyone they... who's eating people. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Which? That's, yeah. Yes. We sure? still do that today. We do. <laughs> Thanks, Wendigo. Wendigo prevention program. uh so yeah that's my lowdown about these icky icy guys those are bad dudes um yeah well real bad bros would you uh like to hear about wendigo psychosis sure so back in uh 1661 uh this like group of jesuits went to visit like the alberta in canada and they mm-hmm. reported that um, there were people that were afflicted with this species of disease that they called neither lunacy, hypochondria, or frenzy. Um, it was more like a canine hunger. Um, mm-hmm. And it makes them ravenous for human flesh. And they pounce upon women, children, and even upon men like werewolves and devour hey. them voraciously. Yeah, um, And they can never appease or gl- glut their appetite and they need fresh prey mm-hmm. so people and this is alive. like 
normal looking people. They don't look like yes Wendy's. So th- this is the report that it's like an ailment, yeah. um, with death being the sole remedy. So I guess they hadn't heard about your cool plan to like grab some silver machetes and just go lopping <laughs> off limbs. Yeah, um, I mean that's killing either way is usually the solution, right? So this is sp- said to be the first account of uh, Wendigo psychosis, mm. but there is a. The most famous case of Wendigo psychosis um, happened to a Plains Cree trapper from Alberta, Canada, um, where this report came from. Um, his name was Swift Runner, and uh, it was it was really cold uh, during the winter mm-hmm. of 1878. I don't know if you guys know Canada, but it's cold up there. And it's real cold. It's real. And it's bad. It's cold and bad up there. Um, so him and his family went out. Um, we're living through the winter out there, and um, no one like knew where they were um, until Swift Runner just wandered into uh, a Catholic mission in St. Albert um, in the spring of 1879. So he made it through the winter, mm-hmm. but he started telling the priest that he was the only member of his family who didn't starve to death. Um, Yikes. And which is super sad, but the priests who were taking care of him and helping his curing his wounds and stuff were really suspicious because Swift Runner weighed about 200 pounds, but he didn't seem malnourished at all. Um, Hmm. Yeah, and he was he had screaming fits and nightmares when he slept. Um, And he told them he straight up told them that uh, he was being tormented by the Wendigo, but they didn't know what that was. Gotcha. By an evil Again, spirit. remember when I was talking about symptoms of the fever is nightmares. Yeah. There you mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Um, so they reported to the police um, who took Swift. Then the police took Swift Runner to his family campgrounds and discovered that the site was littered with bones, bits of flesh and hair. Oh, bad. Some accounts claim that the larger bones had even been snapped and the marrow sucked out. Oh. Bad. <sighs> yeah. Um. So fucked up. Um, fucked up. What really happened was that Swift Runner uh, ate his whole family. Oh God! I'll tell you who he ate. He ate yeah. his wife. He ate his five remaining children, and he ate his brother. Jesus Christ. Um. The weird part, though. Because it could, this could just be starvation. People are starving out there. Yeah. Um, but he was only 25 miles away from emergency food supplies, which sounds like a lot to us. But for the amount they had actually traveled, mm-hmm. it was actually, like, fairly close. I mean, if you're starving, that's doable. Yes. You would do anything. You and usually would do anything before you eat your family. Right. So it wasn't a person who was, like just gonna starve but Mm -hmm. rather a case of wendigo psychosis yeah so basically he said he was uh like possessed by it like you said Mm -hmm. um but it's weird because it didn't follow the pattern you talked about where they eat it they eat human flesh and then they're like possessed by the wendigo he said he, the Wendigo had like forced him to eat his family. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's definitely interesting because usually in the cases that I heard about, it's that like people are forced into cannibalism because of starvation. Like, think Donner Party style. Like people, not everyone, but people to survive will do that, and then the Wendigo gets them. Right, but that I what I'm yeah. But that's not that's happened. not the case with Swift Runner. No, he yeah. just ate everyone. So, but why would you do that? I don't. Yeah, because you're crazy. I guess I'm not sure. Yeah, he said he and he really regretted it. He said, "I'm the least of men. Don't even call me a man." He was like extremely remorseful, but he said he couldn't help it because he was possessed by a windigo. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And and okay. So this isn't the only like case of this. There were other like so he got executed and it was mm. listed as like a Windigo execution. And back in this time there was more than a couple of Windigo executions. There was like more Windigo executions. So mm-hmm. people were having themselves get hanged to protect their family because they were thought they were possessed by a Wendigo. Jeez. Yeah. That's so, some wow. Cuz they they said that they're they were reporting like physical changes, their bodies were swelling and growing and their lips and mouth were enlarging and they had like get this, an icy cold in their chests and an inability to warm up. And they said that oh. came upon them with the want to eat flesh. Yeah, that sounds straight up Wendy. Um, and these are all Native American people. Who yeah, are... yeah. These these are Plains Cree people. Yeah, from Alberta. Um, yeah. So I mean, it does make sense because what I heard about it was that the people, when they felt like it was coming, a lot of them would like it was culturally acceptable to go and be like, "Please kill me," because I feel like I'm turning into a Wendigo. I mean, it. I yeah, because. You don't want to eat your family like freaking Swift Runner. Yeah, Jesus. He got that's so, so bad. So it's worse than what you said. It's like the Windigo will just like come over you. Yeah, and that is the worst thing. That is a bad time. Yeah, but I feel like you're gonna tell me something worse. Not super bad. Um, this. <laughs> okay, so Swift Runner is pretty bad. Really bad. Really bad. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about Jack Fiddler. Okay. And Jack Fiddler is not a Wendigo. Jack Fiddler is a Wendigo hunter. Oh, love that. Yeah. He's like the Native American Van Helsing. Okay. I'm into it. Um, so he's Cree Native American. Mm-hmm. His uh, real name is... Okay. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, Zwawuno Gizihi go guabao okay it's very long mm-hmm. um it means he who stands in the southern sky which is very beautiful oh love it picture um he was nicknamed jack fiddler by uh the white peeps oh. who nicknamed him that because he had a musical talent oh. which is just a little fun fact about jack all right because he could play a fiddle did he seduce the windigo with his songs i wish he did i think he just straight up uh murked them oh but, uh so he was born in 1839 mm-hmm. uh 
in the Sandy Lake region in northwestern Ontario, so also in Canada. It's a very Canada he, Yeah. He became the head of the Soccer People, which is a clan within the OG Cree community. Okay. And um, they are, the OG Cree are now known as the Sandy Lake First Nation, if you've ever heard of that. Okay. But I had not. But anyway. So he, like was living in a pretty rough time like this area had uh, a lot of issues with over trapping for the fur trade so there's like a lot of the forests were depleted and there wasn't a lot of food because of the fur trade Mm -hmm. and the white man (laughs) so you know yeah lots of famine and disease happening um in the winter so Jack Fiddler was the head of the soccer people, and he also was a famous shaman. And he actually followed the footsteps of his dad, who was also a shaman. Mm -hmm. So he was able to conjure animals and protect people from evil spells and just, like, lead everyone. So he was, like, cool dude. Um, And he allegedly defeated 14 wendigos that's a lot that's a lot and that's like dang in that way that you told me to with the limbs everywhere um maybe and i think a lot of them were pre-wendy so in the pre-stages oh so Uh, just dudes so just dudes uh or ladies or excuse me wendigos aren't always dudes i meant the gender neutral dudes yeah yes yes of course. <laughs> um, so some of these Wendigos were actually sent to attack them by um, like other shamans and of other tribes. Mm-hmm. So uh, some of them were members of his own clan who were just like, you know, the, the spirit was upon them and they wanted to eat people. Uh, and it was right. typical, like I said, for if someone felt like this was happening, like like with Swift Thunder, like the spirit was on them, mm-hmm. that they would go ask Jack to, like, kill them so that they wouldn't go crazy and, like, eat everyone. Um, Fiddler's own brother, Peter, was one of these. Oh, no! Yeah. He was killed when the food ran out when they were on a trading expedition and everyone was starving and he felt the urge. So... That yeah. sucks. Jack's pretty stone cold. He does what's best for the people. Because, again, he was their leader. Yeah. Like, that's what he cared about. So, by the beginning of the 1900s, the sucker people were among the only indigenous people in North America who were living under their own traditional rule and not under the government in any way. They mm. were one of the few that were still, like, had practiced their own religion and their own customs and their own laws. Hmm. So, in early 1907, two members of the Northwest Mounted Police, otherwise known as the Mounties, <laughs> visited uh, this area, and they heard about Jack Fiddler's power to kill Wendigo. And these guys were pretty shitty. They wanted to introduce the sucker people to Canadian law. They uh, wanted to get them under the law. Um, oh. So, they decided the way to do this was to arrest Jack and his brother Joseph Fiddler for murder Ooh. of all these Wendigos. Ooh, um, wait, didn't he kill his brother? Different brother. Oh, okay, brother. cool. <laughs> First brother was Peter. This one. Oh, Joseph. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So 
Joseph was like his uh, partner in this. Mm. So he also helped in the ritual uh, <sighs> killing. <laughs> so uh, Jack also is very old at this point. He's like 87 years old oh. when they arrested him. So, and, and just interesting to know for like a lot of the sucker people, these Mounties that came in were the first white people they'd ever seen. Wow. Like they really had no connection to anything like that the government was doing or they didn't know they were really just living their own best lives <laughs> so they specifically charged jack and joseph for murdering again i'm so sorry um wasaka pique who was uh joseph's daughter-in-law oh and they like she according to them, was overcome with the spirit of the Wendigo, and so they strangled her with string to kill her before she did anything bad. Oh, no. Which, again, was, like, common for their people. to If you felt something, you would go to them and say, hey, I feel this. Could you kill me? Did Which she is, say that, though? I don't... We don't know. No. We don't know. Mm. So... Like, newspapers picked up this story and printed, like, super sensational headlines. Obviously, they, like, blew it out of proportion. They called it murder and they called it devil worship, which I'm like, they didn't have devils, y'all. They weren't mm. Christian. Oh, my God. So, um, still, people were, like, demanding a conviction because they were like, this is crazy. And I could see how you could tell that, like, this guy's just murdering people because, yeah. you know, whatever. But, uh, Again, there's all sorts of weird business and ulterior motives. Like, the police conducting this trial, they saw it as, like, an opportunity for fame mm. and to, like, advance. Like, they took down this, like, murderer or whatever. Okay. Um, so, it was really kind of shitty. Jack Fiddler did not want to deal with it. <laughs> he escaped jail while they were, like, doing a walk outside or something. And he actually left and hung himself nearby oh shit so he committed suicide before the trial even happened and he was like i'm out whoa yeah but his brother still went to trial um his brother joseph fiddler stood trial and there was an eyewitness who uh was actually there and he said that uh Wahasaka Pique was killed while in pain and she was really sick and um also he also testified the fact that like all th these the soccer people had no idea about Canadian law they didn't know it yeah they were just following their own laws um mm -hmm. and he he also said that they were um they killed her because she was turning into a wendigo and that Jack and Joseph were the guys that people would go to and say, like, please, you know, do this. Mm. But it, like, none of this worked. Uh, so Joseph was convicted and sentenced to death. Um, oh, but, God. and, like, all, all the government and the establishment, they were all against him. But there was a bunch, like, surprisingly, there's a bunch of, uh, like, white Canadians who came to their defense. Mm. Uh, so there was a petition that went around that was signed by a bunch of, like, very prominent people who were familiar with Sandy Lake and the Native Americans there and their, like, customs. They said, like, no, like, the fiddlers were, what they were doing was the opposite of murder. They were actually saving her. And this is what they believed. And this was their, according to their law, that's what you're supposed to do. It was, like, an act of mercy. Right? Right. Um. So this actually worked, and Joseph was pardoned. Mm. And, 
But unfortunately, this happened three days after Joseph had died in jail from illness. Oh, come on. I know. So without their prominent leaders, which interestingly enough, they targeted the two leaders of the tribe. Um, Examples. Yeah. They went to the soccer people and they said, yo, sign this treaty and say that you'll be under Canadian rule. Oh, shit. And since they had no leaders, they, like, didn't have a choice and they signed it. So then they're, like, one of the last people that were not under any kind of government were then under it because of this whole trial and because of this whole thing. Well, happy Canadian Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah. So, (laughs) uh, that's the Fiddlers, Jack Fiddler, Wendigo (sighs) Hunter. Wow. Well, mm, okay. Yeah, I... Murder, Murder. but no laws. No laws. But what if she had turned into a Wendigo? True. We don't want a Swift Runner incident. Huh? But also, is there treatment for Wendigo psychosis? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, if it's actually like a mental illness. Yeah. And that's what what, like it was. That's why it's called Wendigo psychosis. Like, they're trying to define it as, like, just cannibalism. Yeah. Um, this weird, like, impulse. when you think about it... Amongst these specific people to be cannibals sometimes. Like, pica makes you want to lick doorknobs. Yeah. There are weird diseases that make you want to eat shit. Yeah. And that's... Uh, like, going right into are you convinced, like, it's so hard for me to say because a giant, like... Uh, skinny goat guy in the forest? Probably not. But Probably not. Something in your brain that just like flips a switch and makes you want to eat people? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And like there's, yes, that's that's exactly right. There's such an easy out here as for belief. It's just like, well, there were just people who went crazy in the mm-hmm. wilderness and ate people. And a folk yeah. story grew up around it. And also I read this thing about how like Native Americans use um, Wendigo as, like, a a, a concept to mean, mm-hmm. like, any person, idea, or movement that's, like, infected by, like, greed or self-aggrandizingness yeah. and, like, excessive consumption and, like, n- will never stop consuming. Right. Will never stop consuming. So, um, I mean, you have, like, colonialism is described as sort of, like, a Wendigo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, uh, there's a really good book called Columbus and Other Cannibals that kind of puts <laughs> that yeah. into perspective. So it sounds, it's, it's like a parable about greed. Um, True. Just but like, then also there are guys like Jack who believed in it so much that he was willing to like murder his family true. because of it. You know, so there are also people and like in tribes that really believed in it yeah and i i mean you think about it and it's not such a far-fetched thing when life is so dire and you're starving like people do what they have to do to survive and i guess they're just trying to discourage people from doing that yeah and why would you not believe in it if you'd never seen anything to the contrary and people told you so i don't really believe in the wendigo yeah. I do believe people are gross and eat each <laughs> other sometimes. Yeah. And my bad advice would to be 
it is the holidays. Would my bad advice is <laughs> wow, I'm losing my mind. Um, mm. It's the holiday season. It's winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's going to get cold out there. Um, oh, yeah. Make sure that you go out and go see like the beauty of the wilderness in the winter. Spend <laughs> like lots of days camping out there with yeah. you and just you and your family. Like spend some time together. Be close. Don't be burdened by heavy packs of food. Or, don't like, eat it. You don't need that. It just or water or anything. Don't like follow a trail. Like be free. Like go off. You know. Yeah. Whatever you want. The deepest snowstorm is when it's the most beautiful and the most still. So, yeah, just yeah. have a great time out there with your family and no food. Yeah, food shelter. is just a burden. the The world, the the earth, will provide for you. Yeah, bring your crystals. <laughs> um, my bad advice. My bad advice would be, um, eat so much turkey. Ugh, I eat can't even think of eating turkey right now. All the turkey, um, and then keep eating it. And then when you're full, decide that, hey, maybe I will f- not be full ever. And then eat your neighbor's turkey, and then eat <laughs> your boyfriend's turkey, and then basically go to Ralph's and eat all their turkeys. Yeah. And just see what happens, because... Like, I think this frame of mind, this insatiable eating is is just something that you can do for yourself. And if you just believe, <laughs> you can do it. And I want to know how many turkeys you can eat. Because, yeah. I, like, will it make you skinnier? Is this a new diet plan? Is eating and eating going to make you thinner? Because it and taller. For yeah. More model-esque. Maybe. Maybe all models could benefit from this. They could all be 15 feet tall. But thin yeah, as and rail. super skinny. If they turn sideways, they'll disappear. Just eat eight thousand turkeys. That's all I'm saying. All right. I mean, that sounds yeah. good. Um, yeah, guys, we just want to say happy Thanksgiving to you. Mm-hmm. Um, like Brandy said, eat, if you eat more than three turkeys, tell us about it. Yeah. Below that, we don't want to fucking hear about it. Everyone does that. Um, <laughs> Everyone eats like at least one turkey on thanksgiving yeah, so like whatever i don't care um you can go ahead though and send us a message at spooky at gmail.com or mm-hmm. spooky com, or at spooky pod on twitter or yeah i think that's all yeah and just know just come away this holiday season knowing that wendy's are real nasty bad dudes i really don't like wendy i'm not a big fan of wendy like <laughs> not a big fan sorry guys i didn't even try to like believe or care for wendy because she was gross she's real ick she's icky and she eats people so sorry about it i don't have as much love for her as i do for mothman yeah so happy cooking, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Bye.